Hello, and welcome to the Acting Notes podcast, the podcast where we talk about all things acting, from tips and tricks to business information. I'm your host, Justin Powell, and today we're going to talk about the art of collaboration. Let's get into it. So right now, things are kind of slow in the acting world for many people because of the writer's strike that is going on. And personally, I do think that we should be supporting the writers in this situation. And I don't want to go into all the details because I don't think I'm versed well enough in everything that's going on. Though perhaps I will try to get a writer friend to come on the podcast and explain it a little bit more. But what I really want to talk about is collaboration in this time. Because I think as actors... We can get to a point where we start to consciously or unconsciously believe that we're the most important part of the process. And that can manifest in different ways, right? We've, I'm sure, heard the stories or maybe even seen diva-like behavior. Actors or actresses who are disrespectful on set, who create a harsh work environment. who make it all about them, their choices, how they're going to look. You know, this is not a perfect example. I'm not saying any of these people are divas. But it's similar to the some of the members of the Fast and Furious franchise who have it in their contracts that they cannot be... they cannot lose a fight on screen. They can tie, but they can't lose because that's bad for their brand, Right. So then we're going away from telling the story. It's becoming this more personal thing. And I'm not using that. Again, I don't know if they are divas or not. I'm, that's not really for me to say. But those kind of choices can manifest when you start to think that you are the most important part of the storytelling process. And really, the storytelling, making a film, and I'm mainly going to talk about film, though it's similar in the theater too, right? Unless you're doing a one-man show, a huge part of what we're doing is collaborating. It's something that I think we have to remember. Because it can... Let's talk about how it can influence your acting, first off. If you are thinking that you're the only one that has an interpretation on this character, that you're going to do your own thing and not be influenced by the others on set or by what your fellow actors or actresses are giving you, then you're not going to give a good performance. And you're not going to help tell this story. Viola Davis talks about how she puts in all of this work beforehand. But then, when she gets to set and she's actually working across from the other actor or actress, she's fully connected to them and what they're bringing. And then she changes. She allows it to change her. Because that's so much of what we do. It's the tennis, right? It's the tennis of acting, the listening and responding. And if you come in with an idea of how to do your part, of how to say your lines, then it's going to make it tougher. And usually that idea, where that stems from, is a place of fear, right? A place of worry that... If you actually let go, it might not be good. 
but it's only in the letting go that it has a chance to be great. It's only in that synergy with your scene partners, right? And look, I'm not here to, if you've ever felt this way, if you've ever felt like you came in making very strict choices and weren't really affected by others, it's not a bad thing. We're all growing, right? It's important just to self-analyze, self-critique, and grow. So really just something to think about. How do we collaborate in the actual throes of acting? One way to do it, of course, is by helping other people with their process, should they ask. You know, I personally, when I'm in a role that has a relationship attached to it, so if I'm playing a boyfriend or a husband, etc., etc., I don't necessarily think that myself and the other actor need to have the exact same memories of this relationship, that we have to build out a backstory together. However, if the other actor asks me to do that, I'll gladly do it with them. To me, that's just a part of the collaboration. If it's something that will help them and it's not going to take away from my process, then why wouldn't I do that? Another way you can do this is when the camera's not on you, right? When they're doing an over-the-shoulder focused on the other actor, are you giving a half-assed take? Or are you actually giving them more, right? How do we give gifts as actors to our scene partners? Because the more that we can give them a gift, the more they can then respond with gifts back, right? There's a uh, wonderful improv actress who's also been on so many different things now. Her name is Darcy Carden. I think I said that correctly. She was in The Good Place. She's in Barry. She's all over the place. And from what I hear from different interviews of improv comedians around L.A., there's something that people really love about doing comedy with her, and it's that she's always making moves to help the other person look great. Because by doing that, it also helps make her look great, and it helps the scene that they're creating look great. We have to think, you know, that the rising tide lifts all ships, and how do we be a part of that? How do we collaborate to help it grow, to help the project reach the peak of its powers, to be as good as it can be? And that might seem a bit counterintuitive to other messages I've provided on this podcast. You might be thinking, I thought it wasn't about that. It's not about if it's good or bad. You just got to create. And of course, that's the case, right? But if you have a lot of people pulling in different directions in this creative process, you know, I'll use the Golden State Warriors as an example because I'm a basketball fan. So if you don't know, The Golden State Warriors are an NBA team, and last year they won the NBA championship. And the team was so together. From day one, they were united in this goal. And it was was obvious to anyone that watched how much they were rooting for each other, pulling for each other. A guy would come off the bench and hit a three, and the entire team would go wild. And they ended up winning a championship. 
that wasn't the only reason, but that was a huge part of it, is how together this team was. And this year, it's been a little bit different. As I'm recording this right now, they're still in the playoffs. Game six tomorrow night. I, gosh, I darn, gosh, darn, I hope they win. Gosh, I darn. Gosh, darn, I hope they win. I apologize if you're a Laker fan out there, but uh, yeah, I'm a Warrior fan. I want them to win. But there's something different about this team. A lot of the same players, but due to a lot of things that happen in the offseason, as well as the struggles this season, you can just see the team is not nearly as together. And they're struggling because of it. They're losing games that they probably should or at least could have won. And we have to consider that with our art as well. How are we working together with others? Now, sometimes this can be tough, right? Sometimes you just don't connect with someone. And there's been plenty of stories that we've seen in different TV shows and movies of actors and actresses who didn't get along. Even if they had like a romance in the film, they actually despised each other in real life. And that is going to happen sometimes. You're going to work with people that maybe you don't connect with as easily as others. But then the question is, how do you stay professional and make sure you're still working together as well as possible? Right? And again, always working to tell the story. And that's the other part of collaboration, right? We can't just think of it from the acting side. We have to think of it from the side of production. All the work that goes before we even get the sides to audition with. And I'll get into that after this break. I'd like to thank BetterHelp for sponsoring this episode. You know, I think mental health is something that is important for everyone in the world. I think therapy is something everyone should do, really. And I think it's important for actors, too. One, this industry is hard, right? There's lots of challenges and obstacles. Oftentimes, you're getting told no. You're grinding and working so hard and sometimes that can take a toll on your mental health well it's important beyond just the career that we take care of ourselves and better help is something that can help you with that in fact it can help you better <laughs> horrible joke but you know had to get it in there better help is the world's largest therapy service and it's 100 percent online with better help you can tap into a network of over 30,000 licensed and experienced therapists who can help you with a wide range of issues. To get started, you just answer a few questions about your needs and preferences in therapy, and that way better help can match you with the right therapist from their network. Then you can talk to your therapist however you feel comfortable, whether it's via text, chat, phone, or video call. You can message your therapist at any time and schedule live sessions when it's convenient for you. If your therapist isn't the right fit for any reason, you can switch to a new therapist at no additional charge. With BetterHelp, you get the same professionalism and quality you expect from in-office therapy, but with a therapist who is custom-picked for you, more scheduling flexibility, and at a more affordable price. You can get 10% off your first month at BetterHelp.com slash TheActingNotes. That's BetterHelp.com slash TheActingNotes. And we're back. So, when we're thinking of collaboration, it's not just about the acting side, right? We talked a bit about how you need to make sure you're showing up with your fellow actors and actresses. You're allowing them to affect you and change your performance as opposed to just being stuck in one way of telling the story. How we want to help them 
as much as we can. But we also have to think of it from the other side, you know, which is why I want to talk about this with the writer strike going on. We have to think about all the other people that put work in on this project. Because actors are often held up, it feels, a bit more. You know, I can't tell you how many times on set I've had people who are, you know, almost almost over-eagerly asking me if I want water, if I'm comfortable, whatever it is. And I'm not putting up a fuss, you know, I'm just slamming my gavel over and over again saying, bring me my snacks. But other than that, no, I'm not I'm not doing much. You know, I don't like to think of myself as a as a diva or anything. I try to be helpful as much as I can. I've certainly been one of those actors who's like, you guys need help moving stuff? And usually they say no. Uh, but that can happen. And so I do think it's important to help set the tone by, you know, connecting with people on set, by by talking with the crew, by talking with the producers, by just being open and trying to help foster a creative environment. Now, a lot of that's dictated by the director as well, right? Some directors like being jokey on set and keeping things light, playing music in between takes. Some want to try to keep the atmosphere of the film. So if you're doing a serious film, they might say no music and let's keep the talking to a minimum. I know Martin Scorsese has done that on sets. And so there is still a way, I think, to create that camaraderie while respecting the director in that case. But how do we do that, right? We have to... You know, I remember I did a film ages, ages ago. And it was all night shoots. And the crew was getting a bit fed up because they just were not really being taken care of by the production team. And on the last day, myself and some of the other actors said, hey, we're just going to buy them a bunch of pizza to say thank you because, you know, they've worked like six night night shoots in a row. And, you know, we've done that too, but we've also, a lot of us, you know, would get called a bit later and got to leave a bit earlier. These guys were working from like six to six. And so we went and we got, you know, 12 pizzas to give them as thanks. And we heard from the crew after that happened that a lot of them were planning on walking out that night. It was the last night of shooting and they were, they were just going to leave. And they said the only reason they stayed is because we brought them pizza. And look, it's a small story, right? It doesn't mean that would happen every time, but how do we find ways to show our appreciation for the people that put in all this work to let us do what we love? One way is just by communicating, by talking with them, being friendly, being kind, helping to foster, again, an environment of creativity. Another part of that is with the writing, you know? Try to be word perfect. You could throw in an uh, uh, a stammer, you know? That stuff's fine, but it's when we're changing the lines entirely. You know, the same work that we're putting into a role, that writer has put in arguably more, if not, if, if not more than the same amount of work. <laughs> And probably more because then they had to go ahead and create all around it as well. They had to put themselves into the character of, of everyone in the script. 
you know, redraft after redraft. And we should try and treat it with respect to tell the story they're trying to tell, that the director's also trying to tell. Now, I'm not saying you can never ask a writer about a line, you know, especially if you have the luxury of having the writer on set or having a, a way to communicate with them. You might ask, hey, can I say this in my own words or see how comfortable they are with that, again, in a respectful way. And then the other thing is, how do we collaborate with a director? I've seen actors who get a note from a director and it's almost like they are offended. The director is there to help. The director is actually the captain of this ship, right? They are setting up the entire story. They have a bird's eye view of everything as well as that kind of internal view of the character often. You know, Jake Gyllenhaal says he likes to view his characters as 50% his own heart and then 50% the director's. Not every director's like that. Not every director wants to get very into the nitty-gritty of your character. But you should leave yourself open to that. And ask them their thoughts. What are the, what's the story they're trying to tell? How can you help them tell that story better? And sometimes just trust them, right? Not, not even sometimes. Obviously, obviously, make sure this director's a safe person. You know, there have been stories in Hollywood, a plenty, of directors that are not good to their artists. But we're assuming in this hypothetical that I'm preaching here is that this is someone who, you know, is not treating people badly, is doing their best to make this film, this story, work as well as possible. And in that case, be open to the collaboration. Be open to trying things differently and not getting locked down in the way that you thought it should go. Matt Damon tells this amazing story of when he was in a movie called The Informant. And he had to give this big monologue in it. And the first time he gave it, he was brought to tears in the performance. And he, when the director yelled cut, he thought to himself, oh my gosh, I killed that. That was amazing. Perfect. And the director came up and said, yeah, we're going to have to go again. And Matt Damon, and I quote, well, I paraphrase quote, but he basically said, fuck you, we're going again, that was amazing. And the guy said, yeah, no, it was, it's just the wrong movie. And he told him, this should not be a moment of sadness for the character, this is a moment of, of triumph, of performance. He gets to be in front of the audience he always wanted to be in front of. And in that moment, Matt Damon realized, oh yeah, he's completely right. I misinterpreted this. He is completely correct. And so we have to put our faith in the people we're collaborating with. And that's what faith is, right? It's trust. And it's another way that we can let go of some control. It doesn't mean we can't have these conversations of collaboration. You know, it doesn't mean we just let them walk all over our choices in the work as well. It just means have a conversation about it. You know, I remember a story that Rooney Mara told. Was it Rooney Mara? No, sorry. Numi Rapace. Rooney, yeah, okay. I don't know why I mixed that up. I think they both played the girl with the dragon tattoo. Numi Rapace in the Swedish version and Rooney Mara in the American version, so that's probably why. But Numi Rapace 
when she played that character of Lisbeth Salander, I believe her name was, there was a scene that was written in that I believe was this kind of more romantic-y type scene that she really did not agree with with the character at that point in the story. And she had a real long conversation with the director about it. I believe she said they talked for like two hours and she was even brought to tears at one point because she felt like she was fighting for this character's truth. And in the end, the director agreed. Now, that's not always going to happen, but what might happen is you speak your mind, you say, I really think I should do it this way, and the director might say, you know what, we have time for a take like that, do it. It might not, but it's worth the conversation, right? It's worth that collaboration. And then it's also important to remember in those moments where a director says, no, I need it this way. I'm sorry, but I, I have the overview of the story. You're going to have to, I want you to do it this way. It's important to remember that a lot of this stuff that we take personally as actors is not actually personal. It's just about doing the job and telling the story. We have to tell the story altogether. Michael Shannon, I posted this video earlier this week, which is why I'm thinking about it right now. But he talks about how when he works, he does not care if people think he was good. He doesn't care about that. All he cares about is, did he help communicate the story? And that's what we need to focus on too. So collaborate. Collaborate, collaborate. Thanks for listening to the Acting Notes podcast. If you are enjoying the podcast... It would really mean a lot to me if you could give it a rating and a comment on Spotify as that helps the podcast grow. It helps more people find it, which is nice, I think. Uh, it'd be very helpful to me, and I would appreciate it. But, of course, only do that if you want to. No worries if you aren't in the mood or don't feel like it. That's totally fine. Uh, if you are enjoying the podcast and you want to get some more acting insights you can head over to social media on instagram and tiktok at the acting notes where i post different videos with acting tips and tricks and insights also if you ever have any questions or comments or concerns or even topics you'd like to hear discussed on the podcast you can reach out to me on those social media pages and i'll do my best to get back to you i always try it's always so nice to hear from anyone that's listening I really appreciate it. And with that being said, this has been the Acting Notes. I'm Justin Powell. Have a good day. Peace. Peace.